Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Put the Stress Down podcast. In this episode, we're going to tackle anxiety and we're going to talk about some of the anxiety that stems from our military days, but also just some of the anxiety that that we feel on a daily basis as men and women that are providing and fearing and, and just going through things that even though things are good and even though things are perfectly fine, sometimes the panic and the worry of, of what's to come can be too much to bear. So we'll go over all of that. We'll talk about that. And before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsors. The first one is going to be Traditional Intense, and you can find them at traditionalintense.com. They're a nootropic and supplement company, and they offer three capsules, productivity, serenity, and vitality intent. And if you're just looking for a boost, you're looking for a little bit of natural energy and some focus go ahead and check them out go to www.traditionalintense.com use code vet10 for 10 percent off your order that's v-e-t-10 we are also brought to you by raise energy r-a-z-e energy you can check them out they have energy drinks supplements gear workout gear things like that so if it sounds like something you're interested in check them out go to rep sports that's r-e-p-p sports.com and use code ptsd pod at checkout to save 15%. We have one more ad for you and we will get started. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. I don't know how to fix this when I can't see right through my head. And I don't know what I'm doing. That can't shake down all this fear and all this damn therapy. It's really just scaring me And all I really want to be Is just someone happy I don't know what to feel Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Put the Stress Down podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're a first-time listener or you're a return listener, we just want to say thank you for listening and for your continued support. Thank you again to our good friend Bobble for letting us use that theme music. I touched on it briefly in the last episode. And we had a theme song last season that we were using. And I wanted to make sure, you know, we were doing everything and using all of our own material and things like that. And... So when season two came, I had one, but it was really kind of rushed. I really kind of forced it. And I was proud of it, of course, because I put it together. It was my own creation, but I it just didn't feel right. It just didn't fit. You know, it didn't fit the theme of the show and kind of the places we go and the things we talk about. I felt like it, it just needed something else. And so fortunately, uh, Baba was able to let us use his music, and I think it just fits the show so perfect. So thanks to him and all the music and rights and permission belong to him and so we just want to shout out him for letting us do that and you can find him on spotify or apple music that's b-o-b-b-o and he's just an insanely talented young man so check him out and just a few notes before we get started we finally finally launched uh, www.extendedfamilyapparel.com so feel free to take a look around we put a, a lot of hard work into it and and we'll continue to update products and merchandise as we go but as you know that's kind of the driving force behind a lot of this and how we fund all of this and and how we just continue to do our best to reach more people that are in need. So check us out there at www.extendedfamilyapparel.com. And as I always tell you, the show, it's it's constantly evolving, and I'm always aiming to make it better. And I try to put myself into the listener's seat and think of, okay, how good is this show, and how much time do I want to devote to it? Because time is precious, and, and there's just... You know, we just as humans, we, we can only listen to so much for, for so long. So I'm constantly trying to carve out and fit in 
what what I think would be the most impactful in, in the amount of time. And I think episode zero was about an hour and change or so, something like that. And then I think a few subsequent episodes came in about 45 minutes to an hour. And so I kind of got that number stuck in my head and I found myself almost kind of chasing that number and just padding the show. And I want listeners of this podcast that are tuning in to hear a mental health podcast to hear a mental health podcast and not 15 minutes of my small talk. And, and I want to get through the quick catch up and get right into the show so that those that may be listening for the first time know exactly what we're doing here. And it would just, it would be awful for one of you to recommend the show and someone tunes in and they're just, it's this guy talking for 10 minutes about how he's been, you know, that that's not what this show was about. And so, you know, I just, like I said, I want people to know what we're doing here. And there, there were other reasons why I felt the need to kind of pad things and, and just in the spirit of transparency, which I always you know, am transparent. I, I just thinking the meat and potatoes of my story was too short, you know, and just a, a disbelief in my content and feeling like, you know, my, my story is not going to be good enough. So I have to add on in certain bits and pieces when in fact, I know that I don't need to do that. So I'm just working on that. And I want to make sure that I don't lose you, you know, that you tune in and, and I make these messages clear and impactful and in an understandable and, and just understanding way. So Thank you guys again once more for tuning in. So today I want to talk about something that affects not only military people, but I think literally everyone on this earth. And I want to talk about anxiety and some of the physical reactions that can be brought on by anxiety to help you further understand these very serious things that were long believed and almost encouraged to be figments of our imagination and well, okay, well, if you have a scar or you were wounded, well, you can show me like, oh, you have a, a prosthetic leg, then well, you can show me. I see that. I can see your wounds. But what about the invisible wounds? Because you can't see all mental disorders, but you can 100% feel them and they can 100% ruin your day at the drop of a dime and just ask anybody. And so as always, I want to take you to a place with me. want to take you to just a cold, a cold, dark place. You open your eyes and you're just cold, a deep, deep down, feel it in your bones cold. And you're out in the snow and it's just howling. And no matter what you do, no matter how fast you move, you cannot get warm. And the one piece of fabric you had to cover yourself up just blew away. And as a natural reaction from your body to stay warm, it begins to shake. And you're shaking. And it's a deep, deep rattle coming from within. And all you want is to be warm to be safe, to be okay again, anywhere but here. And that's what it's like with anxiety. So imagine those shakes. Imagine the panic. Imagine the fear of that cold, dark place when everything's fine. When life is amazing, when the bills are paid, 
The kids are fed. The cars have gas. But all I can think about is whatever is coming next. And I'm terrified. And I can't stop tapping my foot, my fingers, biting my lip, and just waiting for disaster to hit. And nothing is wrong. But things in your past or things you've been through have left you at a place where all you expect is the worst. And I feel it. You can't see it. But I feel it. I feel it in my bones. All over me like a sickness. And I want to scream and I want to yell and I want to rip my skin off. But I can't. That's not an option. So I just have to sit here and pray for it to pass. I feel like I'm going to explode. And it shows up whenever the hell it wants to show up. And I'm afraid. And I have no idea what I'm afraid of. So where does it come from for me? Where doesn't it come from, I think would be the easier question. Because first of all, there's my combat history. And I feel like that is at the very forefront of, of a lot of my anxiety and where a lot of it comes from and where the most anxiety gets triggered from and just remembering certain moments and specific scenarios where my anxiety and anticipation was at an all-time high because I knew what was coming around the next turn. I knew it. How do you prepare for that? How do you deal with someone at a post a few miles out telling you, hey, if you go that way, which by the way, we have to go that way, you are going to have to fight your way through it. How do you handle that? As a 19, 20, 21-year-old kid. It happened once. It happened twice. And now you're expecting it every time. And now... You're shaking every time. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. You've been there. But this time, there's nothing. Okay. Then you go out again. Yeah, there's nothing. And you get a, the smallest little shred that it's all going to be okay again. 
and boom. Oh, there it is. There's what I was expecting. So you get conditioned to feel that every time your tires hit the pavement, you're going to fight. And how do you wash out the memory of looking through a thermal scope and watching clearly as a missile takes down a building full of people? How do you get on any freeway after that and not just lose your shit? And I can tell you that the freeway at night is never the same as it used to be and it never will be. So now driving on the freeway becomes a chore. Seeing colored airplane lights and having flashbacks of flares every time you blink. Trying to figure out what's real. These are everyday struggles. Everyday things I need to think about. Things I need to fight that push this anxiety that add on to this pressure. Because on top of that, I have every single real world issue to face. Each story is different and each of us faces so many different trials in our lives. And all of these things make us all insanely anxious, all of us. I have to deal with PTSD. I have to provide for my family. I have a brand to work on and a podcast to host. And with all of those things comes an insane level of anxiety. And the thoughts and importance of each one often hit me at the same time. And it's enough to make your head spin. Because you work on one, but uh, I should be working on this one. And then you work on B and C, but oh, I, I forgot about this on A. And you're trying to keep it all together. And you're trying to be the best that you can at all of these things. Then all of a sudden, you just get knocked off course. And the thoughts and the pressures, they overwhelm you and they affect your behavior. And so now that man you love, that woman you love, that you're looking in the eye and you don't recognize, these are some of the things that are going on with them. When they snap at you and you're trying to understand where, how in the world did you get to that Point and, and what is wrong with you? Why are you so upset? It's, the, it's these types of things that are going on that they're just maybe not open to saying to you. And let me get you in, in another mindset if I could because I, I really want you to understand what it feels like. 
and you know let's set the vibe you're you're in dreamland you know you're just snug as a bug in a rug in a deep sleep and you're thinking man this this sleep is hitting man this this is good man going man this I don't know though this maybe this is a little too deep and then oh shit and you hop out of bed and your clothes are just a, a mashup of colors and you and you can barely see straight but you, you're brushing your teeth and you're and you're trying to put things in your bag or your purse and and everything just feels so off and you you can, I'm just, you can't see so you're forgetting things and you're rushing and now you're just in traffic and you're you're moving and you're just going as fast as you can because Oh, it, it's my ass if I'm late one more time it's my ass and you're going and you're going and just please 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 let me get there let me get there please and even once you get in and you settle there's still just a wave of cloudiness over you and it just kind of lingers and your heart still beats fast and you're sweating until eventually it just kind of dissipates and it's like okay now you know i'm at work or whatever the case may be and i'm here now but man that was the wrong way to get here we've been there right many of us listening to that have been there we know what that's like we've been we can tune into that panic we know what that's like now imagine that same fear, that same panic, that same cloudiness as I'm just sitting on my bed about to go to a family function. And everything is fine. I'm not late for anything. But I'm going out into the public. I need to behave. I need to be normal. I need to be somewhere for an extended amount of time and I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it, to wear the mask for that long. And now I'm having anxiety about potential anxiety. And the stress of it all is too much to handle. And your palms begin to sweat. You begin to scratch or just dig into your thigh or your leg so nobody sees it. You nail bite. You start to pace. You're panicking. You're shaking. At the thought of simply walking out of your home. Fighting this internal battle that nobody knows about. But we've been conditioned and taught to keep it quiet. And some people kept it too quiet for too long and succumbed to the demons. 
because those demons were all they heard. They were taught to keep it to themselves, and it got to be too much to bear. And we have to stop that. I understand. Those of you going through it, I understand. I go through it as well. And I get your fears. I understand. Hey, I don't want to tell this person or that person because I don't want them to know the things I've seen. I don't want them to carry this that I carry. I don't know what else to tell you. If you want to make it, you have to cough some of that up. If you're serious about saving your life, you have to open that up. You have to communicate. Your life is on the line. And PTSD took a major toll on my relationship with my children. And simple things like calling them on the phone to say goodnight often becomes a catalyst for my anxiety. Do, do they want to talk to me? Do they care if I call? Do they hate me? If they don't answer, does that mean they saw my name and said, no, I'm not picking it up. I'm not talking to that deadbeat. And it gets so bad that there will be nights where I struggle to reach out to pick up the phone. And before I know it, it's 11.30 at night. And I waited too long. Because the thought of picking up that phone and facing rejection becomes too much to bear. And my anxiety has frozen me and blocked me and put up a wall of lies. And has this ever been the case? Have they ever avoided me? Do they hate me? No. Absolutely not. Quite the opposite. My children love me very much. And they make that very clear. But my past and the anxiety of the thought of losing that keeps me constantly chasing it. Because I had lost it once. And I wish it was as simple as, oh, this is just, a, these are just some mild thoughts that I think about when I lay down at night or something like that. But that's not the case. There are thoughts that come to me in the middle of my work day, in the middle of my meal, in the middle of what's supposed to be a joyous moment. All of the anxiety and the worries and that panic and that fear and self-doubt from all of the things I worry about 
have showed up. And they're screaming. All of them. And it will be on some of those critical moments when someone's going through that and someone decides to come up and be a tough guy and now it's game over. Now the firecracker has gone off because today was not the day And now you're behind the jail cell. And kids are losing their fathers. And kids are losing their mothers, their brothers, their sisters. And the trauma cycle is being continued. And we can avoid all of those type of situations if we took the time to try and understand each other. There's so much for me to learn. There's so much for me to grow. And I look forward to doing that with all of you, all of you who listen, all of the guests that have come on and shared their stories. I mean, it's just blown me away to hear what everybody's been through, what everybody's conquered. And just how positive everybody is. I want to continue to share my story. To to explain these things to you guys. So you do understand what it's like. Because it is authentic. I do. My palms sweat. I itch. I tingle. There's, There's just attacks that come over you. When... You feel not good enough. There's things that happen when you've got something big coming up. This show, every single time before I do this show, I try to come up with, I can't tell you how many excuses as to why I shouldn't do it. Because A, I don't feel it's good enough. I don't feel it will ever be good enough. I, I, it just takes all I got, takes all I got to do this. I don't know how many other people are doing this, but nobody's doing it the way that I do it. And nobody's putting into it what I am putting into it. I'm giving everything I've got to this. Because I'm tired of seeing people die. I'm tired of people feeling like they're alone. Like there's no hope. Because there is. I've been there. You're not alone. I'm not telling you stories of my past only anxiety I'm telling you I still fight these battles daily I still struggle daily with my self-worth am I good enough am I working fast enough 
and at my day job it would be you would be hard pressed to find somebody that works the way that I do that attacks it the way that I do with the mindset of a killer nobody nobody is going to come sit in my chair and do it better than me nobody And in that same breath, I'm terrified. I'm terrified I'm going to lose my job every second, every second. My knees balance almost all day. I find it very hard to sit still. Because I don't know what's coming. I'm ready. I'm ready for them to email me and say, hey, it's over. We don't need you. You're not good enough. Because maybe then (sighs) I could take a breath. Now I can breathe. Because all of that shit I was worried about was true. But the fact of the matter is, it's not. I'm a fantastic employee. Toot my own horn, hell yeah, all day, beep, fucking beep. I'm a killer. But it takes a lot to get that killer to the stage sometimes. And in the midst of doing that killing these thoughts come up, these insecurities. Am I a good enough man? Am I a good enough husband? Am I a good enough father? Am I a good enough friend to the ones I know are hurting? And the answer is yes. I am, and you are. We all are. A lot of us have been through some shit. A lot of us. And this show is proof. I encourage you, if you're a new listener, to go back and listen to every single story. And just hear how some of the things that that these people went through was insanely brutal. Traumatizing, to say the least. But each of them jumped at the opportunity to come share their story in the hopes that it would help someone else and let them know they're not alone. And that's how I know we're doing the right thing. And we're going to keep doing the right thing. I thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with a new episode next week with our good friend Ancient Face. So until then, we will see you next time. Thank you. See you next time. Summertime blues. Anything I do, it seems I just can't get through all these bad moods. Thanks again so much for tuning in. We appreciate each of you so very, very much, and we mean that. 
and we hope this episode did some good. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Put the Stress Down Podcast and at Extended Family Apparel and on Twitter at PTSD Pod. And of course, you can access all of our content at the all new www.extendedfamilyapparel.com. See you soon. Washing the altars and my head are sucking out all the